Okay, so we spoke yesterday, we began to discuss the concept of the Ramchal, not the Mrs. Sharim, who's only Miramis put here, but what he elaborates much more in detail in the Darach Hashem. And that is why Hashem created people. So we've gone the first three out of our seven stages to understand the principle. Number one, Hashem didn't create anything because he needed it or because it was for him. HaKadosh Baruch created in order to give. And why, why was that? Because since Hashem is Shalem in everything, and therefore HaKadosh Baruch is Shalem in the Midas of Taiva, Midas of Chesed, Midas of Rachamim. Right? So the Mela, that's not, that's not expressible if there's nothing to give to. And therefore HaKadosh Baruch creates something to receive from him, that way he's able to Shafei Chesed, that way he's able to give. So we understand, therefore, the reason for creation wasn't to answer the question that the world was was puzzled by was for the Maxwell had never an answer to was why would Hashem need a world? He doesn't need the world. Hashem created the world in order to give. Now, that's very nice. But then the question is, what is it that Hashem wants to give? And this is important because anything we're going to look at as something physical is, so to speak, it's in a way demeaning. That, that's all Hashem wants to give. So little. As like we said, if a person is about stalker, that sure, someone comes to the door to ask me a favor, of course, I'll give him a shekel. That's a very minimal chesed. So to say, yeah, Hashem created a person to give him life. Hashem, yeah, Hashem created a person to feed him. Hashem created a person to enjoy this world. It's, compared to what our Kodesh Prophet can give, that's, that's small change. That's nothing. And therefore we understand that the, Hashem didn't create a person for what he could give him here. What Hashem created a person for is to give him something infinite. To give him something which is only Hashem can give. And what is that something? And as much as we see what HaKadosh Baruch has, infinite Kedusha, infinite wisdom, infinite terror, infinite greatness, whatever it's going to be, as much as it's shy to give that to something else, so that's Hashem wants to give a person. To make him like him. Which means that's the most perfect chesed because the most perfect chesed is to give the most you can give. Agav, we're going back to the Pasha. That's the second lesson of Avram Avinu. You look at Avram that chesed, you think in a way, maybe puzzled that it's a bit of a waste. He shechted three cows to give three times. What a waste of food. It wasn't like a refrigeration. They could keep it for the next Yom They couldn't use the rest of it. So, why is it necessary? No, a whole cow is more than enough food for three people. I and mean, there's plenty of good cuts of meat in there. Why, why add kudekach? Why add kudekach? And the answer is, if you're doing perfect chesed, perfect chesed is the best I can give. And this is a mashal of chesed, the email, if I could give better, then it's not the perfect chesed. The, the, the perfect chesed is the most I can do. I want to do chesed for somebody else, I, I give the most I can give. You're the only cheshman. So if my cheshman or cheshman is, I want to do the maximum cheshman, the maximum is the most shaykhman to do. Now, obviously, we're not mitzvah to do that. A person isn't mitzvah to give everything he has for cheshman. And there's more than one person who needs a cheshman. But if you're trying to talk in concept, what is the, what is the highest target of cheshman? The highest target of cheshman is the most you can give. And therefore, we're talking about HaKadosh Baruch it's the same idea. We're talking about Hashem giving chesed. To do a little bit of chesed isn't, isn't the absolute chesed. You can do much more. The most that you can give, that's, that's the biggest chesed. How would you give the giver, not the recipient? Creating a recipient. 
Hashem, screwing recipient. But there's a, there's a limit. There's a ceiling how much you can get to. So you've limited the amount of chesed you do. Because you, you've limited to how much you've enabled the thing that you've created to receive. If you're creating something which can, which is not limited, or can receive infinite amounts, so then there's no limit to the chesed. And that's what's meant to be. If HaKadosh Baruch is doing something, he's doing it to the ultimate level. If Hashem is about chesed, he's the ultimate about chesed. And therefore the chesed isn't limited. Now, so that's therefore. If you're talking about, and this goes back to the point, we have to why Hashem creates a person to be chesed. If that's the case, obviously the point of the creation wasn't for the person here in this world because, like I said, that's a very, very, very uh, weak comparison to what real chesed can be. So the obvious next question is, so why did Hashem create a person? So why didn't he create a person on Amaba? And the Derek Hashem asks the question. And the answer we start talking about last night, that's what I want to elaborate on more now. And he says, because if you're going to create something which is all it can do is receive the chesed you've done for it, you haven't created something similar to Hashem, you've created exactly the opposite. Right? HaKadosh Baruch is an ultimate giver, you've created an ultimate recipient. So it's not, it's not a question of how much it's got. The question is, the more it gets, the more it's distant from Hashem. Because the more it puts Hashem in the role of giver, and this thing in the role of receiver, and we made the, the polar opposites to each other. That's the first point. The second point, now we're just going to, I want to give a marshal. I want to give a marshal. There's three steps to my marshal, and then basically, because that's, we understand the same process about how Hashem does that. Let's say you're on your way to Kodal, or you have Mishach, or whatever it's going to be, and a man in the street, he looks like a poor, hungry, starving, whatever it's going to be, and he says, help me out. I'm in a really bad position. I have no money. I haven't eaten for the last two days. Please, I don't have anything. So let's say you want to do chesed to this individual. So he said, tell him, listen, I'll tell you, I actually walk past this place every day on my way home from Shachris. We'll be waiting every morning. I will bring you food for breakfast. Are you doing chesed? 100%. Right, and the fact that uh, every day you keep your commitment and you 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 there every day on time with a bag of food for this man is a tremendous chesed, yes. But there's it's it's a, it's a chesed, but there's two things lacking in the chesed. Number one, the MS you're creating a dependency because you aren't giving this person an option of how to feed himself. You just made it dependent on you. He has nothing else to eat. He has to wait for you every day to give him his Number two, and this is the second point. This, uh, besides the fact that he's unable to get anything for himself, he's totally dependent on you. Number two, but at any time you want, you could stop. I don't owe you anything. I've been doing a you for a day, for a week, for a year, for 10 years, for 20 years, for 50 years. What's the difference? There doesn't mean I'll owe you anything tomorrow. You should be very grateful. I've done, I've done it all now. If I decide that's it, I'm done, I'm not carrying on. You have any complaints? I don't know anything in the first place. And if that's the case, even if he's getting every day, he's never guaranteed that he's going to get tomorrow. No one owes him anything. It's a chesed. And as long as I want, I'll do chesed. If I change my mind, really, I'll stop. And therefore, it's true he's not going hungry anymore. It's true he's been given food every day. But he doesn't, he never deserves it. And if he's never guaranteed it. So let's have this individual on the street. And I decide, you know what? I want to do more than that. I don't just want to, I don't just want to give him his daily handout, so to speak. I want to help him on a high level. And if the Rambam says, what's the high level of chesed going to be? I'm going to employ him. I'm going to find him a job. 
Because that way, so what a person works for and he and he earns, so it's not a chesed. He deserves it. He deserves it. He works for it. This is his salary. He deserves it. Okay. So therefore, I think about it. I think, you know what? I have a successful business. I'm going to bring this person into the business. I'm going to give him a job. And that way, uh, he, he doesn't have to feel like a, like a beggar. He doesn't have to feel that he's being given handouts. He doesn't have to feel that I don't owe him anything. On the contrary, he's doing his job. He deserves what he's being paid. And he can expect it. Uh, uh, something which is owned to me. It's not just a question of it's not just a question of um, being given something which I don't deserve. Now, so that's our second stage. The problem is my business is working perfectly. Every department is well run. I have all the staff I need. So now I'm thinking, what am I going to do for this guy? I want to give him a job. That's the matter. I'm not, I don't have, don't have any jobs available. So I think, you know, the chazos, I'll find him a job. I'll keep him busy. I'll give him a desk and office. I'll make him open the mail. I'll make him deliver, take on coffee a few times a day. I'll find things to keep him busy. Right? So now, is that a chesed? Yes. But, only to an extent. Why? Because at some stage, this guy's going to realize, you know, I'm busy here all day, but I'm actually not doing anything. So, maybe I'm being employed, and maybe I'm being given a salary. But the truth is, at any stage, the company could say, um, we don't really need you. You aren't doing anything productive. Right? So, while everything was going great, it was lovely to have you on board. But if you're going to have to start cutting back on our staff, or you have to start minimizing our expenses, you're the first to go, because you aren't really doing very much. Now, the regular, at the second the person comes to that realization, we've gone right back to where we started. Because everything goes back to being a chesed again. I'm not doing anything. You gave, you did the chesed of giving me something to do, ki'ilu. Ki'ilu, but it's not real. It's not real because I'm not really giving you anything. You, you, you played the game with me. You made me feel I'm doing something, so that way you could, you could feel you, that I felt that I was getting something. But now that I have been actually not doing anything, so it's just the chesed again. You don't need me. I'm not giving anything to you. I'm just you just found the framework in order to give me. And therefore, the only time it becomes a, a, a stage where we've gone, we've gotten past this problem, is when I find this person something to do which I really need. Which I really need. I've opened a new department or a new branch. And he's doing a good job. Because at that stage, now you're going to think that I'm actually needed here. It's not that I'm just being held as a, you know, as a charity or to do good. They need me. I'm doing something real. And if that's the case, I'm doing something real, so then I feel that you know, I deserve, uh, they can't get rid of me. Uh, they need me for the job I'm doing. So if I get to that stage, then it's no longer just the person who feels that I'm a recipient. On the contrary, I'm a contributor. I'm part of the team. I'm doing something which you need me for, and you wouldn't be able to do without me. That's the motion. Now, let's follow that same that same sequence with HaKadosh Baruch And you'll see where you're going to get to a big problem here. And that is like this. So, okay, so HaKadosh Baruch creates a person to give him. But if you're just going to give him, we have this starting problem. Then he's just a, he's just a, he's just a nebuch. You've created a dependent which is, is waiting to be given. There's nothing you can do. So that's not going to work. Besides the fact that if you want to create something similar to Hashem, like we said, you, you've created a polar opposite to Hashem. Hashem is a given, this person is a taker, they're not bichal similar, they're completely opposite ends of the spectrum. So therefore, we have to go up a step. And that is, Hashem has to give him something to do. Hashem has to give him something to do. Right, which is Torah, Mitzvah, whatever it is in this world. Because that way, it's not just he's waiting for handouts, now you've employed him. And if you've employed him and he's doing the job he's meant to do, fine, wonderful. But if that's the case, you can, if that's him, he's giving too. 
It's not like he's getting, he's giving. And now what he gets is as a result of what he achieved, it's real, it's his. And therefore you can't just take it away from him. He's deserved it, he's earned it. So we understand. The point of putting a person in this world and giving him a job to do here is like giving him a job. He's been employed. Good. But now the question is, and this is the next step which people don't normally think through. What happens when the person realizes, well, one second, at the end of the day, what am I doing? What am I giving Hashem? He didn't need anything to start with. He created this whole system just in order for me to feel I'm doing something. I'm not doing anything. I'm doing busy work. He did this in order for me to feel good about myself that I'm doing something. But what am I giving him? What does he really need me for? Because if the starting point was, Hashem doesn't need anything. Hashem is perfect, and Hashem doesn't need anything from the world. If that's the case, then that's him. You're employing me to keep me busy. You're employing me to make me feel good that I'm actually doing something. But when I actually wake up to think about it, I say, you know what? I'm not really doing anything. I'm doing what you told me to do, but I'm not giving you anything. It's like, the, like I said, in the middle case, the employee who's just being kept busy so that you can say, I'm, I'm putting you on the payroll. Everything's tough. Am I, am I contributing to the company? Am I doing something productive? No. So we're going to think about our cash is like Baruch Hu. We're going to think for a second, one second. What am I doing exactly? What am I giving Hashem? He needs me? No, he doesn't. So the whole thing is just a way, is like a smoke screen. You just created a way for me to get reward and feel good about myself that I'm doing something, but really I'm not. So you go to restart it again. You're right. Don't ask me the world. Let the world go. Hashem wasn't missing anything to start with. It's like creating a new department to keep you happy. You don't need the department. Close it down. It doesn't give me anything anyway. Right. So this is where we get stuck. Where we always think. So, so the attack is, what did Hashem create a person to do? He's not doing anything real. So what to do? It's, it's just you've made a person think he's doing something, but he actually is not. He's not giving anything to Hashem. So he's just a recipient. We're just, just looking the other way around. Okay. So this is where we have to understand the Oymek. There is now. Therefore, what our Kodesh Baruch has to do, and this is what our Kodesh Baruch has to do when he creates a human being is not just to create him a setting that he can do something. Like I said, if, if Hashem doesn't need it, it's just busy work, it's meaningless. What our Kodesh Baruch has to do is create something he doesn't have. To create something he doesn't have. Because now that there's something he creates a need. Because now that you've created something which he doesn't have, now a person's doing something real by fulfilling that need. And that's the biggest chesed. That HaKadosh Baruch is going to create a need, create something he doesn't have, in order that now the person can do something. Because without the person, that need won't be fulfilled. And now you're going to ask me a question. HaKadosh Baruch is shalim. How can Hashem create a need? How do you create a need? Well, what's missing? How can Hashem create something He doesn't have? Hashem is everything. And the answer is, there is one thing Hashem doesn't have. And Hashem created that. Specifically, as something He doesn't have, and now that now a person has something to do. Because now that Hashem's created a, a framework of something He doesn't have, only a person can give it to Him. And now Mimela, what a person does, is real. He's, he's doing something which they wouldn't be without it. And what's that? That's a concept called covet. A concept called covet. Why? Because Hashem is shalim. But you can't mechavit yourself. It doesn't, that loses meaning. Covet is a relationship of wanting to something else. A person can be shalim in every way, but he can't mechavit himself. It doesn't make sense. The way that one, one entity is misyaches, related to the other entity, is if I consider it greater than me, I, can, I, I give it, I, I, 
treat uh, work, act towards that, treat with kavod. But when you only have one entity, there's no such thing as kavod. And therefore, when Hashem creates something besides for Himself, <coughs> He creates a creation. He's created the ability now of a yachas called kavod. Okay, I'm not even talking. I'm not having you right. I'm not talking about the difference people. I'm talking about the fact that there's something called a never. There's something called a creation. When there's something called a creation, something's being created, that creates the possibility of covet. Yeah, I have a better possibility. I'll say it in a minute. But uh, and now that, that possibility exists, now Hashem doesn't have it, because even though Hashem is shot in every way, Hashem can't give Himself covet. It doesn't make sense. The musak of covet is something you have to be given. And I just take one step further, I say. And what do you get when you're given covet? That's nothing. When someone gives you covet, he hasn't given you anything. All he's given you is the way he relates to you. The way he relates to you is covet. That's all he's given to you. The yachas. The way of relationship with you. That doesn't change you in any way. The fact that someone is a chavit. Right? So, so we made it with answer both questions. Hashem is perfect. Hashem is missing nothing. But once Hashem's created the world, He's created something which He doesn't have because it's, it's not part of Hashem's internal perfection. Something called covet. And now there's something a person can do. It's something a person can do. And more than that, it's something only a person can do. Or not a person, a never can do. A creation can do. Hashem is not going to mechavet Himself. There's, not a, there's no meaning in that. Now, look at how Chazal encapsulated this whole concept into four words. I was saying that Hashem is toiv, Hashem who is good, that's why he created it, to do good. Yatsar kovad lishmoy. He created the concept of kvod shemay. The toiv created kovad lishmoy. He created kovad, and that gives the person now a framework. That's something for us to do. And remember, when the mission tells us, the last mission of the Rekhavis, everything in the world is created for kvod shemayim, it means that that's now the framework for the world to exist. Since everything can give Kvot now that gives things he created a reason to exist. They're there to provide covet. And if a person does provide covet, now he's doing something real. Because this is something which wouldn't have happened without him. So it's not just he's been given something to do which is meaningless. He's, he's been given something to do which no one else can do. Which no one else can do. And we made it. If that's the case, he deserves to exist. He deserves to exist. He's not just been given a handout. He's doing something real. Not only is he doing something real, he's needed. He's needed because without him there's going to be no Kavad Now that this concept exists called Kavad the, 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 the Nivra is needed because without him it's not going to happen anymore. Good, that's the first point. If we understand this, then we understand something even deeper. And then it's like this. We made it like we said yesterday. The Sechar of Oyer Mabba isn't a paycheck. A paycheck. It's not like you've been, you've been given a, a certain amount of money or a certain amount of things for what you did. Behemoth is, the schar is the result of what you did. Why? Because you see by covered an amazing thing. You see by covered an amazing thing. Marash says another expression. By covered, Evid Melech Melech. The servant of a king is a king. What does that mean? He's a servant, he's not a king. Why is the servant of a king a king? Because there's something which needs more explanation, it's a deep concept, but just to say it in a few words. The concept of COVID is that I identify with something else as what I am. For example, if I'm a soldier and I'm fighting for my country, 
right? A soldier is willing to give up his life for his country. Why? And the answer is because my identity becomes my country. So if I'm fighting for my country, my identity is the country, not just me. If I'm the Habs, it will be a different extreme. If I support a, support a sports team, whatever, whatever it's going to be, in any sport, whatever team it's going to be, what does it actually personally make a difference to you if they want to know this? On the other side of the world, they've never met them, you've never met them, they've never met, they never met you. So what do, what, what, what do I care? The answer is, COVID means that uh, this is my identity. And now I identify with this is me. And therefore, if my team wins, if my country wins, if my candidate wins, it's my victory. What's it going to do with you? You never met these people. You have absolutely no practical difference to your life. That's how COVID works. When I'm mechavit something, it means that now I identify with that thing. And if that's the case, that success is my success. That loss is my loss. Because that I've now chosen to identify with that. And therefore, kvod shemaim, be'etim is the reward. It's not just what a person can do. If I identify that, my identity is that I'm, I'm Eved Hashem. I'm here to to give covet to Hashem. Then be'emes is, the, the gilui of kvod shemaim is my victory. That's, that's me. That, that's what I'm working for. You say this. This is the whole davening of Rosh Hashanah. What we ask for is the Kodesh Baruch Hu Megadim Melchusay. The Kodesh Baruch Hu reveal himself as a king. We say from the beginning. V'chein tein parto chol ma'akom Hashem ve'mosk chol Hashem v'rasu v'yiruf v'kol ha'mayz v'yistachem v'chol chol abroim v'yasu kol ma'guda achas asayis v'tzaincha. The whole world should recognize Yeshua. And v'chein then tein kavod Hashem la'amecha. That's our kavod. Our success is the Kodesh Baruch Hu is revealed. That's our identity. That's the time covered. How we remember that? Tadikim Yerav Yismach. We show him our laws of Hasidim bringing a gilu. That's what we want. When you identify, when you mechabit something, you identify with it. It becomes my. It becomes gilu. I identify with that. And therefore, the evid melech melech. Because if that's my melech, then that's my identity. If my melech is going to win, then that's my victory. If my melech is stronger, then I, I feel I feel that power. The way to connect for a person to connect to Hashem, the more covered means the more I identify with Hashem, means the more Hashem can make me like Him. Because the more that's I identify myself. Make me like Him. And that goes what we said before. The biggest kaches that Hashem can do for somebody is to make that someone like Him. And, and, and it has to go through stages, obviously. But the more a person can become similar to Hashem, that's the more kaches Hashem can do. But how does it happen? How does a person be able to become similar to Hashem? Not that he's the opposite of Hashem, that he's the receiver, Hashem is the giver. How does a person go the other way around, that becomes more like Hashem, and therefore he can get more, Hashem can make him more similar? And the answer is, that's the same concept of Kavit. Because the more I'm mechabit something, the more I identify with it. And the more I identify with it, the more I feel it's me. Or I'm part of it, I should say. My own avoiding, quote Shemaim, makes me feel more connected to Kvot Shemaim. It makes me more able to receive Kvot Shemaim. The two go together, from opposite sides. What I'm doing by providing COVID is a real need, which so to speak wouldn't happen without me. But at the same time, what it's doing for me is that's what's making me more connected to Hashem. That's what's making me more similar to Hashem. And Imeda, I'm able to get the reward. Therefore, the sum of what the Derech Hashem says. Therefore, the Chesed Hashem wants to, which he had in mind when he created a Nivra. The Chesed Hashem in mind to create a Nivra was to make a Nivra as similar to Hashem as possible 
but it has to come from the never. Because otherwise it's a dependent, otherwise it's a recipient. So it has to come from the never. Hashem creates something which that thing can become similar to Hashem, and we may enable Hashem to give. It may enable Hashem to give. And the more the never works in becoming similar to Hashem, we may the more able it's able to, it's able to get. And therefore, the, the chesed is that Akkadish Baruch, the eventual point, what's, what, what's meant to be, is that Akkadish Baruch can give everything. Infinite amounts of Kedush, infinite amounts of Adas, infinite amounts of Torah, infinite amounts of everything. But, so that it doesn't come that Hashem is giving to a recipient and, and then makes an, an opposite, it's the other way around. It's the person who's able to get it. He's done to, so to speak, to, to make himself like Hashem, that he can get that point. Therefore, having finished all that, let's go back to the Siddur Shalom says, we made it. That's exactly the point. The original reason for the creation was the Sanagalashem. Everything that a person does is to get to that point. And that's what he said before. A person has to put his mindset, everything he works on his entire life, because everything he's doing is more enabling that that to happen, more enabling a coach to do that. That's the result. So that's, that, that's what he's, he's referring to. Like we said, we learned the parak of Derech Hashem together outside, but that's what uh, the Messiah is coming from. That the Adam and Eve and Isaac Hashem goes back not just in Matan Torah, it goes back right to the beginning. The Rats and Hashem in creating the world, and how Hashem built it in order to bring the person to the kingdom of that Rats.